There is a lot of talk right now in Michigan about abortion. If the question is, is this politics? The answer could very well be yes. But maybe there's more to it than that. We've brought the two sides together and a legal expert to figure it out. This is The Daily J. I'm Zach Clark. There are a few topics that divide people more than that of abortion. Should a woman have the right to terminate her own pregnancy? There really is no middle ground. That is especially true after a pair of lawsuits were filed in Michigan challenging the state's abortion ban. In 1931, Michigan's constitution was amended to make abortions illegal. We have case law in Michigan that has already stated definitively that there is no right to abortion in the Michigan constitution. That case is Mahaffey versus Attorney General from 1997. We've also got a Supreme Court decision from 1973 post-Roe called People versus Bricker that has already clarified the language in our abortion law and has definitively stated that there is no right to abortion in Michigan's law, that it is the law of Michigan to ban all abortions except to save the life of the mother. So our case law is very solid. That is Genevieve Marnin from Right to Life Michigan. Genevieve says because there was movement on a ballot initiative, her group was caught off guard by the pair of lawsuits. We were not expecting this, actually. And the reason I say that is for two couple reasons. There's a petition initiative that's currently being circulated by Planned Parenthood, ACLU, and Michigan Voices that would put a constitutional right to an abortion in the Michigan Constitution. And this is something that the governor has been very vocally supportive of. So I, you know, they were going that route. They're out there collecting their signatures to do just that. So I was kind of surprised to see the governor come out with her lawsuit. Remember what Genevieve said about that 1931 case banning abortion in Michigan. It is 100% true and all sides agree. But following a lawsuit challenging that law for Michigan Governor Gretchen Whitmer and Planned Parenthood of Michigan, WWJ legal analyst Charlie Langton says it is just not that simple. There's a law in Michigan from 1931 that essentially makes abortion illegal. No question about it. However, there's a case that went to the Michigan Supreme Court that said essentially because of Roe versus Wade, the 1931 law in Michigan making abortion illegal is void. However, that Supreme Court in Michigan did not overturn the law in 1931. So here's the problem. If Roe versus Wade gets overturned or modified, as many expect this Supreme Court to do, the law in Michigan that makes abortion illegal will kick back in. The governor doesn't like that. She's pro-choice. And so what she did, strategically, I have to say, she used a little quirk in the law where the governor has the authority to ask the Michigan Supreme Court to give an opinion. And she just filed it. And she filed it against every county prosecutor that has an abortion clinic in it. And so she basically sued the prosecutors, hoping that the judge will certify the question to the Michigan Supreme Court so the Michigan Supreme Court can say, hey, undo that 1931 law. It's no good. Gretchen Whitmer wasn't the only one to file a suit asking the Supreme Court to review that almost 100-year-old case, like I mentioned, Planned Parenthood of Michigan. They stand with the governor. I'm really happy that Governor Whitmer is also working to make sure that the rights of Michiganders to access abortion, you know, remain. We've had access to safe legal abortion for almost 50 years, and the idea that that could go away potentially overnight is really scary. So I'm, I'm really glad to see people doing whatever we can as soon as we can to make sure that Michiganders 
have the right to an abortion. That is Dr. Sarah Wallet. She's an abortion provider and the chief medical officer of Planned Parenthood of Michigan. She told me she filed suit on behalf of all of her patients that would no longer be able to have access to legal abortions. It is the job of the Michigan Attorney General to enforce the state's laws. In a statement released the same day as the governor's lawsuit filing, Michigan AG Dana Nessel said she would not enforce that 1931 abortion ban on the state's books. Genevieve from Right to Life says elected officials need to do their jobs. If she, the governor, is successful in getting the Supreme Court to overrule our own precedents here in Michigan, which that's exactly what she's asking them to do, with no new information to the best of my knowledge, I would be very surprised and I would be very worried that our Supreme Court has been basically nullified to just become a tool of whoever's in charge. So I really hope that our Supreme Court has the wherewithal to just dismiss this frivolous lawsuit. As far as the Planned Parenthood case is concerned, you know, they filed it against Dana Nessel, the Attorney General. She's vowed not to defend the state law. I mean, that's literally her job. She took an oath of office to defend state law, and now she's publicly saying she won't defend the state law. Charlie Langton, our legal analyst, says that Genevieve is again right, but again, it's just not that simple. Yeah, I think that's a little unusual. I mean, she took an oath to uphold the laws, and now she's saying that if there's a law she doesn't like, she's not going to enforce it. Listen, the attorney general, as well as prosecutors, as well as police officers, have discretion. Just because, Zach, you're pulled over for speeding doesn't mean you get a ticket. There's discretion. Now, that's maybe a bad example when we're talking about abortion, but the principle is the same. Just because there's a doctor that wants to do an abortion does not necessarily mean that the cops are going to come in and bust into that and arrest the doctor, arrest the mother, that type of thing. So that's the discretion. And the attorney general says, I am not going to order my cops. I'm not going to order my prosecutors to basically prosecute doctors and prosecute moms for getting an abortion. She's got the discretion to do that. But for Sarah from Planned Parenthood, the attorney general is doing the right thing. She's also glad Nessel shared her own experience. I'm grateful that she shared her abortion story. It's really important that we talk about abortion and normalize it. And we tend to not talk about it, though. We all know someone who's had an abortion, but abortion is so stigmatized. People are afraid to say that they've had one or their loved one has had one. And I'm also really grateful that she's committed to ensuring abortion is legal and accessible for Michiganders. In her statement, Nessel said that when she was pregnant with triplets, she was told, quote, I would miscarry all three unless I terminated one. So I chose to try whatever I could do and follow the advice of my doctors in order to salvage the pregnancy of the other two, end quote. Sarah told me that she believes abortion is not a political issue. It is a human right. I can't say it enough. Abortion is health care. Abortion is necessary. Abortion is safe. Abortion is very, very common. One in four women will have an abortion in their lifetime. Thousands of women um, and pregnant people in Michigan choose to have an abortion every year. And this is healthcare. I'm a physician and I provide healthcare to my patients and that includes abortion. I'm, I'm not a lawyer. I'm not a politician. I'm a doctor. And I took an oath to take care of my patients and help them in whatever way they needed. So to me, this is about helping people and providing them um, with healthcare, period.
A moment ago, Sarah mentioned that this should not be a political issue, but Charlie Langton says there really is no way to sidestep the issue being politically driven. One of the big political issues for the Republicans would be pro-life. On the Democratic side, it's pro-choice. Here's the governor taking a very, she's, she's got a, a tougher re-election coming up. And so she is basically talking to her constituency pro-life, and she's putting teeth into it by undoing this law that she doesn't like that happened back in 1931. Yes. If the question is, is this politics? The answer could very well be yes. Here's the real question. What will the Michigan Supreme Court's reaction be to these lawsuits? Remember what Genevieve said about the governor making this request when nothing has changed? Charlie is having a similar thought. There's a question that I have that I think is going to be raised. It's called ripeness, and that's a weird principle of law, but it basically means there's got to be a controversy. And to me, there's no controversy at this point. Tell me, right now, Roe versus Wade is the law of the land. Unless it gets overturned, the governor is jumping the gun. And that's a legitimate argument. There's got to be an issue. And I can see the Michigan Supreme Court saying, wait a minute, Governor, you want us to undo a law? It, it doesn't apply right now. That's 1931 law doesn't apply because Roe versus Wade is still the law of the land. And unless that changes, the case isn't ripe for our review. I can see that. There is likely never going to be an agreement on abortion. That's what tends to happen when not only politics but religion, too, are at the center of the conversation. So no matter what the Michigan Supreme Court decides, or the U.S. Supreme Court for that matter, Whatever they decide will do little to end the conversation or the controversy. Thank you to Dr. Sarah Wallet, Genevieve Marnin, and Charlie Langton for chatting with me for this one. You can find more coverage of the governor's abortion challenge at www.jnewsradio.com. Our theme music is written and produced by Ozone Music and Sound in Royal Oak. I'm Zach Clark, and this is The Daily J. Thanks for listening.